0: At that point, I was back to square one. Like, I still want to serve. I want to do long term service. Um, and at that point, actually, a friend of a friend of the family, you know, they knew us from church. And so she actually gave a list of different organizations and congregations that she knew of that did, you know, great uh, mission work. One of them was the Salesians, I called the office. I talked to the director at the time. And it was just like, it just clicked. Like, yes. everything was just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, the more she spoke, the more I was like, yes, me like, up. When can I go?
1: Welcome everybody back to the Val podcast. I'm Vicky.
2: And I'm Father Steve.
1: And we have a guest today. Who do we have here? Who's here? Adam. <laughs> Hi yes. Adam. We have Adam Rudin.
2: He yes. is our uh lay missioner we'll get into this later but he is working in our office he is here in Directing. new rochelle he's the director of the salesian lay missioners <laughs> and uh we're happy to have somebody in person for the awesome. podcast so thanks for spending the time with us
0: i am happy to be here in, in the our newly room. renovated podcast room
2: <laughs> love it yes slash sure. slash server room slash yeah <laughs> slash storage more, room yeah. slash <laughs> <True Silesian> room. <laughs> yeah we're underneath the stairs like harry potter it's like uh <laughs> But good we're we're grateful we're grateful we have microphones we have people we have great things to talk about um but before we do we have the great tradition of this podcast to ask some questions Um, they're called this or that questions and uh man so i should
0: have prepared for this one yeah
1: okay (laughs) don't worry but
2: you just have a choice between this or that so the first one is sandals or shoes shoes Wow, well, okay, that was quick. Not not a sandals guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at my feet. A... All right,
0: very good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want yeah. To you know, no, you don't need to explain. All right. That's all right. All right. That's a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, beach or mountain?
0: Mountain. Yeah. Wow, uh, mountain, mountain, mountain Brothers guy. I do here. not like sitting and sweating for no reason. in
2: the water. Yeah, that's true. true. Not yeah. enough. <laughs> Mine is uh, Snickers or Twix. Wow. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think it is a tough one for most people. Oh, They're good um, That was a good question.
0: Based off of this last year's Halloween, I would <laughs> go with uh, Twix.
2: Thinking <laughs> about how many oh, Twix wait, I ate. Yeah, it was, right. definitely, it was definitely the Twix. <laughs> and that's such a dad. One. Adam is a father and husband, so he <laughs> <laughs>
0: ate all his kids' candy. Do you kids steal your never, kids' candy? It's not stealing, technically, because they just f- completely forget that um they have it so wow. it lasts about a day like they remember that they went trick-or-treating like last night yeah and then they want the candy that next day and then kind of like the day after that it's like You're okay like, yeah and it's like yes like we have a whole bag and i just went to the dentist <laughs> for <laughs> filling so oh, no.
1: also oh a gosh. gift from
0: uh, halloween <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay last one which is less exciting i wish mm. i would have known what you were asking it's fine <laughs> um black pens or blue pens
0: oh man can it be like indifferent nope. or do you have to choose you have to choose okay, so I would say <laughs> I would say black okay yeah Good. more official I guess traditionally I guess Yeah, Although it doesn't right, matter now
1: so, <laughs> yeah. yeah but you can't really sign all, all documents in black right, they, right? you have to oh, sign in can't? blue really? really I thought it was yes. the other way yeah I did too oh my gosh <laughs> Have oh, I been we, living a lie? Do you guys
0: have a fact checker for yeah, this we'll, podcast? We'll, we have, yeah, later on. Please uh, delete everything I've said. Because of this important question. I
1: thought it was the other way around. I thought black was easier to erase.
2: I have no idea. Never thought about it.
1: Um, all right, doesn't matter. Father Steve's over this. We're getting to know each other. Let's <laughs> move on.
2: That's uh, so funny. So, move on? we're going to move us on here to, uh, I mean, this is, I guess, the fifth episode now. I think it's Nine, six, six, six something with, like that with, no,
1: because,
2: whatever um, it is but we're going through the awesome. Silesian spirituality yeah and uh the one we speak about now um is responsible service and how we are called especially now we hear it all the time in our church with pope francis that we are called to mission, you no. Know, and, and Pope Francis goes as far to say we are mission, mm-hmm. you no, know, which is a strange sentence, no. It's but we, our entire life, who we are, is meant to live in in mission and service. And so we thought that to bring you on, Adam, because it is uh, really your job to encourage and to invite and to form young people um, to kind of give of themselves, specifically in the program, one year of, of their life in service, and that's really how you got this job, that you also did uh, years of service when you were younger, mm-hmm. and uh, we're kind of going to get into that and what it means for our charism, the Legion charism, the Legion family, to be men and women of service, responsible service, and how that plays into our spirituality, our daily life, and, and everything, so um, that's kind of what I get into today. And uh, again, thank you for for being with us. Yeah. But I'm maybe we can just kind of, yeah, maybe we can just kind of start with an introduction. You can introduce yourself and kind of yeah. where you came from, who you are, how you got here, and then uh, maybe explain a little bit of what this Elysian Lay Missioner project um, is. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: No. I uh, I'm grateful to be here. I appreciate you the uh, invite. Uh, happy to uh, talk about the program. It's a program that is um, very near and. And dear to my heart. Um, but uh, I guess to start, yeah, my name is Adam Rudin. Um, I have been the uh, the lay missioner director since 2005. So that's uh, wow. 16 years, that's which crazy. it's flown by. It's, you know, I never in a million years thought I'd be, you know, before this, you know, before this ministry, I was kind of even in college, I was like only in one place for about two years at a time. So like to be in one place for 15 years is just kind of, you know, it's it's flown by really has. But, um, I grew up, um, I grew up in Indiana, so I'm a Hoosier, (laughs) but I'm not a Hoosier. I'm a boiler, a boiler maker. So I went to Purdue, um, where I studied, um, mechanical engineering. Um, so after school, kind of throughout school, I, I was doing service, you know, um, I did what was called a co-op education program where I would work a semester and then go to school semester. And while I was working, I would be at home and I, you know, it was just myself and my parents. And so kind of, I needed some extra stuff to do to get out of the house and, uh, started doing a lot more service, you know, at the YMCA primarily. Um, and I just found out that I just really loved doing that. I loved working with kids. I loved coaching. I loved, you know, just kind of just giving of myself and seeing others enjoy that. Yeah. So, you know, after, grad- after graduation, kind of, well, as graduation was approaching, I just was like, I do, I do not want to go work, you know, full time yet. You know, it's just, it, it just didn't feel r- the right move for me. So I started looking into service programs. And the one program that I had heard of back then was the Peace Corps um, every, most people have heard of Peace Corps. Um, my mother actually told me of it. And, uh, so I started looking into it, went through the application process, got a, got a placement in, uh, Guyana. Wow. Um, and, uh, the thing with the Peace Corps, nothing against the Peace Corps. They do great social work and, But there was something missing about it. And um, even when they gave me the option, I was happy that I made it to the end of getting a getting an assignment. But there was definitely something that was lacking. And so um, they give you like this drop dead kind of deadline, sort of you have to say yes or no. And it was over Christmas break. And I was like, you know, I want to say yes, because I've gotten to this point. But I just I don't feel like I can like with my whole heart. And I respectfully declined, and um, at that point I was back to square one. Like I still want to serve, I want to do long-term service. Um, and at that point, actually, a friend of a friend of the family, uh, uh, friends at church, um, had heard that I was looking to do service, and they, you know, they knew us from church, and so she actually gave a list of different organizations and congregations that she knew of that did, you know, great uh, mission work. One of them was the Salesians, and I. I can't tell you what other, what other groups were on there because when I called the Salesians, I called the office, I talked to the director at the time and it was just like, it just clicked. Like everything was just like, yes, yes. (laughs) The more she spoke, the more I was like, yes, sign me up. When can I go? Um, and just really from there on, you know, I, I, um, I, I, I did the application, whatever, and, and went through the program and um, they gave me a, a, an assignment um, in South America um, in a town called Okinawa, um, which is in uh, Bolivia, which is also in Japan, um, which I was a bit <laughs> confused at when oh they first gosh. told me. yeah And it's, it's actually a Japanese colony um, after the Second World War. Um, people from the, the island of Okinawa, basically their land was decimated. They didn't have anything there. And the Bolivian government said, well, you can come here, and invited them to come to Bolivia to, and gave them farmland. The US government gave them um, farm equipment to, to yeah. kind of work the land. And so they, they started about with nothing and, and just grew this small colony of Japanese immigrants to what it is today, which is a, a, thriving, um, a thriving town. Um, the Salesian sisters have a school there, um, K through 12, Um, there's a parish there as well. There's a lot of, there's community outreach. Um, and so there's about, I don't know, I would say probably about 1200 kids that go to the school, um, in a town of like maybe 4,000 people. I mean, it's just insane the number of of children that are in this town. But so I, I, I served there, um, for two years. I was there from 2001 to 2003. Um, and just kind of my primary role was a teacher educator. Um, I taught English, um, computer typing, technical drawing, which sounds more complicated than it actually really is. Um, A host of just other things like, you know, permanent sub kind of thing. Um, And um, it was just, it was a life changing experience. I mean, um, in so many ways, and I could talk for a long time on how that, you know, affected my life. Um, But yeah, so I came back in 2003, um, didn't know what I was going to do kind of hit that reverse culture shock that you hear about when people come back from service, even like, you know, it can be a 10 day service trip. People have experiencing, I think of reverse culture shock. And, um, so this was two years of being, being overseas and coming back and just like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, but I went to my old employer, um, throughout college and just said, you know, do you have any openings? They gave me a position there. Um, and I, really knew from day one that it just that it wasn't for me um i i I tell kind of i went from a a classroom of 50 screaming seventh graders (laughs) to to a small maybe five by five cubicle where i was looking at the computer like designing a manifold for bolts that was put on a on a plane
1: oh my gosh and it was
0: just like i mean it was hard enough coming back with just the regular culture shock, but then you're thrown into like just the whole nother world, you know, of, of corporate America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just, um, it was intense. Um, but I stuck it out for about a year and a half and, um, you know, came to a reunion of former SLMs, uh, up at the Marion shrine. And, um, the director at the time, I just, I was just, I was at wits end of just like, I got to get out of this, but like, <laughs> I need something to go to. Yeah. And all I could think about was getting back into mission Yeah. So I mentioned to the director at the time, I'm like, look, you know, uh, I would really love to kind of get back into the mission field. Um, Is there anything like anything? And um, kind of the next day, well, after I got back from from the retreat, she called me, left a message on the uh, answering machine. (laughs) (laughs) That was a box. So yeah, yeah, it was like a little tape thing. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Um, Just saying that, you know, I've been thinking. She's like. I, I wasn't sure like but I, I know that I'm going back to to school for nursing and um, didn't have anybody really to put put in for as like a, a possible replacement so would you be interested I'm like yeah so I called her right back wow. I was like, yes I was like <laughs> so I mean and then literally like in the next probably two months later I was moving my stuff from I was in North Carolina at the time so I um, was moving my stuff from North Carolina up to Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon. Yeah. Mount Vernon yep. I know
1: exactly what to do. So, you know, I was like, I pass that every day. Yep.
0: Amazing. So, you know, I just, I, you know, I never thought in a million years, like growing up in Indiana, it was a smaller town um, that I would end up like in the Northeast, you know, the great Northeast. <laughs> I mean, that was the furthest thing from my mind. But like, it was just one of the, I think, many ways that like mission changed my life really in such like a dramatic way.
2: Yeah, in all aspects now, from yeah, no, job to location <laughs> everything, to yeah. Yeah, mentality, yep. and it's, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, if you could just quickly go through maybe uh, just the practical things of this Legion Lay Missioner, not all of it, but sure. what yeah. does it entail? Yeah, like, yeah. the actual program itself.
0: No, the program. So I, sometimes my quickest explanation to some people, if they if I only have like a minute, I'm yeah. like, it's a Catholic version of the Peace Corps, mm-hmm. you know, because. Right. To know the Salesians, you got to know the charism and and to understand, like, the Catholic Church. But, um, you know, the Salesian Lay missioner Program is basically a program where we send uh, lay people, men and women, uh, both young and old, um, uh, to the missions. And that could be here in the States. It could be overseas. Um, Every site we consider is a mission. Um, There's really no limits to that. Um, Some people feel more called to stay within the States. Other people feel called to go overseas. Um, but yeah, it's a program where we send to different communities, Salesian communities or communities in the Salesian family. Um, so that, that group of 32, is it? Yeah. Um, member, uh, congregations. Good
1: job. Good yeah. memory.
0: <laughs> and, um, so we send them for a, a, a minimum of, of, uh, one year, uh, where they work alongside the Salesians, um, just really augmenting and helping the, the mission along. Um, we never go in, um, in the spirit of replacing somebody, um, our mission is not to take the job away from somebody that could be, you know, that could have that job right. at a local, um, level. Um, but it is to help the mission in whatever capacity that we can. And we, you know, we work with uh, the, the receiving communities. We try to match what their needs are with what the the gifts and the talents of, of, of you know, the, the people coming, uh, the applicants, um, for me, I was a, you know, as an engineering major, I, I thought my qualifications were teaching um, science, math, those sort of things. But honestly, I never stepped foot in a science or math classroom. Wow. Yeah. So it's really what the needs of the community are. And honestly, the, the in the spirit of mission, and it's really just being open to whatever the needs are. And those seem to change really on a daily basis. Yeah.
1: And um, yeah. Wow. No, that's, I didn't know all of that. Didn't know you're a mechanical engineer. That kind of blows my mind. Um,
0: <laughs> Was. That makes sense. <laughs> you, if you shelf. asked me like some sort of problem now, it would, <laughs> you, I wouldn't swear by it. You would
1: probably have to like duke it out on the whiteboard. Right. With, like a yeah. math a math <laughs> equation. <laughs> no, but it's, I think it's beautiful. I mean, I've I loved the SLM program. It's a dream for sure. Mm-hmm. And I love that you say young and old because my goal is it's going to happen one day. That's so, right. One day I'll. Our fill oldest, out our, I
0: think our oldest um, person has been probably in their early 70s that we've sent the mission. So. I'll do it. There's, there is <laughs> time. Day. There's time. I'll
1: do it one day. <laughs> no, and it was, that was like, before I had this job, that was the goal. That was I remember I, the same thing of like, I don't want to go to work yet and I want to go to school again, but I don't know where. And you were like, this really does help along the way. And I was like, sold. <laughs> I'm going to do it. But, you know, other plans. That That's ended right. up here, too, in That's Mount right. Vernon, twins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think it's, it's beautiful. And just knowing people that I've gone through, like we've had the privilege to meet um, SLMs that have gone through the program through ESL and then just a few people that we know that are in, um, that are right now serving or have finished serving and stuff like that. And it just really is a, a beautiful program. Um, a beautiful way to continue that missionary discipleship and live out your faith in the really like radical, radical, radical life-changing way that is so life-giving. Mm-hmm. And I think the the helping the mission along, like how you said that that we like the point is not to replace the local workers was something that we you must have talked to to G when he was redoing Gospel Roads um, because that was something that came out of the revision. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I think it was probably always something that like the work that we're doing for Salesian Gospel Roads, one of our community service programs that we do with high school students, um, was that we weren't going to replace a job. Like, So if we're going to a direct or an indirect service site, that it's not something that, okay, like we're just free labor, but that it's a, this real intentional helping their mission. Um, so I don't know. That's been super impactful.
0: Yeah. I, and I think it's one of those things that can be really hard to adjust to because even for us, you know, coming out of a college, you know, you're, you're, you've are you done you've done all the work, you've done, you know, all these lofty ideas and all this theoretical stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like, OK, I'm going to mission. I'm going to. And I had this, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to I'm going to change all these things. I'm going to be super like I'm going to see the results. It, yeah, we're, we're very um, results uh, oriented yeah. uh, 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 culture, I guess. And um, so that's one of the big, I think, lessons learned that you take away from mission that it's, it really isn't about the stuff that you can do and, you know, all the things that you can show for your time and of of service. But really it's, it's, and the Salesians are so good about this as far as like being a relational uh, ministry and just Mm -hmm. kind of being a a ministry of presence. And and that's, it's, it's, and you can say that to people going, but like until like they're there, it it doesn't make sense. And, you know, unfortunately sometimes Americans have this, um, this, sometimes earned a reputation of of kind of the loud coming in um, savior kind of complex Mm -hmm. wanting to do all this stuff and so it can be somewhat humbling i think when you do go and realize like oh my gosh like okay i just need to step back and yeah
1: and well that people are functioning without us being there yeah like if they're never volunteer and (laughs) when you leave and they'll be fine without us yeah that was the best lesson ever learned ever that i was like they're fine Yep, I've learned too much here, and (laughs) I need to go home now. Like, I was like, I don't need to be here. Like, we're not needed. Like, it's a beautiful thing that we get to go and help and serve. But I'm talking not the SLM program. I'm talking about my other mission experience. But I was like, you do. You come in with the experience, especially if it's the first time. And I grew so much from that, like, of being like, okay, um, I just got so much out of that. And, like, what did I really – Mm. Accomplish and leave. Again, the results mm. aspect of things. And it was the ministry of presence without that language. Like I didn't have that language yet when I went on my first mission. I was like 17. Mm. And I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah, it's life-changing. It really changes right. you and makes you think about things in a really, mm. really different way.
2: Mm. And I wish we could get, because in our culture, it's not, if you go to Europe or some of the other places, like it's more common after your high school mm. to take a year off, you no know, one to do right. a on a broad year or a gap year, whatever they call it, but we don't really have, and it's it's unfortunate because it re- you really do learn okay. so much about yourself. You know, I know when I went out for mission, I also had this idea of kind of a savior complex or whatever, but after reflecting, like, I really, it really impacted my life and changed mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. by being there, you know, just by mm-hmm. meeting people, getting out of your comfort zone, seeing a different culture, hearing different language, yeah. eating different food. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wish we could... And I think that's something that we try to do with our young people is to give them that spirit, mm-hmm. that generosity of of service, of travel, of getting out of your comfort zone, expanding mm-hmm. your horizon, like really mm-hmm. seeing the world as such a bigger place than yeah. your city, your town, your mm-hmm. culture, your food. Um, so I think it's yeah really important what you're doing, you know, opening up a space for young people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think as a Silesian family, we're trying to do a better job of. Just encouraging young people to take that risk of saying, okay,
1: yeah, I right. want
2: to work. Like, okay, I don't want to become a priest or brother or sister or whatever. Like, I want to work. I want to make money. But take the risk to, to do a year of service right. or to give I mean, back yeah. of your time.
0: And it opens up so many doors. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Uh, and I think there's, I've had enough people come to me to say, you know, I'm thinking of it, but I'm not sure, like, I'm just graduating, you know, I want to <laughs> get right into my career and, like, you know, I don't know, like, if I put it off for a year or two. And my response to them, and I I don't know where this came from, but I just thought, like, this for me, this is true, um, that if you go to a company, if you if you decide to do service and you go to a company afterwards and they look at that on your resume and see that as something that is... Kind of took away from your professional um, ambitions. Honestly, it's not—it's not a culture of uh, that you want to be in. Like that is not the type of corporate culture or, or um, uh, employer culture that, if you're a person of service and they don't value it, move on. Yeah, you know, you're gonna yeah. find a place that's that's gonna value that, and 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 that's that's what you should do. Yeah. You know, so.
1: I got that message. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember, and I was like, mm. "That's true.
1: Yeah. Wow." <laughs> Typing on my but my, you found
0: my, a good though. So it's hey. true. No, and I,
1: and I, I think it really it did help set the tone of like.
0: Yeah.
1: First of all, I like appreciate the program so much. Like, it, there's just it's there's it's so beautiful. The more that you like learn and read, and also read the experiences, and I'm so like mm. thankful that I get the like mission reports to see it because I'm like, oh my gosh, it really just drives that one day um but also that it made me think about like what would be the next step okay so if I'm not doing this this was offered and like I'm gonna change my whole life for this like is it worth it and it has been right mm-hmm. like I learned a lot and it like I got to I get to live this mission aspect in a lot of different ways um but it's real that's a real thing and I and I've I've continued saying that I say that to the students when they're graduating from high school I'm like I'm mean, graduating from college I'm like it's really hard I'm like there's no preparation for leaving college. And, like, what that looks like, I was like, but just finding a place that really, like, meets your values. Because mm-hmm. it's important. It's going to be every day of your life. Um, mm. And you're giving a piece of yourself away every single day to this place. So, like, what is yeah. it going to be? You know, and it's, yeah. yeah. It's the best advice I received, I think, leaving college. I'm mm. um, looking for work.
2: And so, speaking about this, I guess, like, you're experience of seeing so you've been in this job since 2005 which Mm -hmm. means you've seen a lot of young people come in and come in and out of the program Mm -hmm. um so what what have you seen like what has been the impact meeting these people when they first come into the program and then one year or two years after mission like what do you notice or what is what has this like experience of service and mission Mm -hmm. done for for some of the people that you remember
0: yeah i mean I could say there's probably those tangible um, effects that, that this experience has, and then and then those kind of intangibles and those things that you just can't really see. Um, and some I would say it's definitely more obvious than than yeah. others. Um, also, too, I think where you're at in your own life is it it depends too. Like I, I can say like people coming right out of college. Um, you know 22 uh, doing something like this I feel like it has potential to really impact them maybe more significantly or profoundly than somebody maybe in their 70s or so but you know I, I think undoubtedly like it affects everybody and um, some people you know they'll go and um, you know they'll, they'll leave as engineers they come back they're still they still feel called to be an engineer but I, I think they do it, they, they, they do it in a different way. Um, they they're, as you said, like they're your eyes are open. You kind of see through a different lens now and you kind of, you know, and understand a little bit more the realities of, of, you know, the developing world or just other regions of the of the United States. Um, we've had people come back. A, a number of people, I would say, um, have come back and have gone into healthcare care for um, whatever reason, I think they, they probably are in mission and they see probably healthcare and being a doctor, a nurse is probably one of the most <laughs> practical um, professions that you can have, I think, going into like in, into a developing um, country. Um, so we've had a number of people that have come back and have, have gone back to school. Actually, my predecessor, like I said, she went back to nursing. Um, we've had a few people, I'd say a handful of people who have come back and have discerned whether it was something they were actively doing or discerning while in mission, or maybe it was kind of snuck up on them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, they come back and they say, you know what, I really, this this religious life and, you know, the rhythm of, of morning prayer, evening prayer, daily mass, um, you know, ministry every day, living that life, I, you know, I really feel like it, Resonated with me, and I, I could maybe see myself, you know, doing this long term, you know. So, um, and whether that's, you know, whether that's with the Salesians and the Salesian charism, or whether it's Diocesan or um, other orders, we've had people kind of um, join all across the board. We've had a number of people who have come back and have joined the Salesians, praise God. Um, We've had a lot of people who have joined uh, Diocesan um, seminaries, um, other other congregations. So. You know, that's that's I think one of the more I would say, um I don't want to say dramatic, but like it's definitely one of the more like visible, like, wow, like yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they were a yeah. lay mission or yeah. now it's like, whoa yeah. Um, but not every, and I and I'm you know, I don't go around saying that because I don't want people also to think that we only take people who are discerning religious life because right. that's not the case. You know, we're we are lay people you know seeking holiness um trying to answer god's call and whatever that looks like that's fine and whatever kind of it ends up being afterwards you know that's that's in god's hands and and for me and uh, to kind of listen to and discern his call but um yeah i mean it's just it's it's a whole i mean there's so many um every person is uh has kind of, I think it's affected them in, 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 in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, but undoubtedly it's, it's affected them. Um, and one of the,
2: as we're going through, cause you know, we kind of spell out in our documents and everything, all these aspects of Silesian charism and part of this aspect of responsible service is, is this growth and maturity that being in service, in mission, in contact with the world, in contact with other people, other cultures, you will always grow in maturity. You know, you will know more about yourself. You will know more about the world. You will know, like your gifts and your talents and your weaknesses, and like you're really forced to work on yourself when you're out of your comfort zone. So, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, one of the major things I've seen in my life, and definitely seen with with other aspects of, you know, the high school students going on mission or or whatever it is, this kind of growth in in maturity mm-hmm. in in your spiritual life and just your. Um, personal life you know becoming a, a more mature responsible person mm-hmm. as you grow in this in this desire to serve you know to be and that is the really the basics of our faith you no know? I mean mm-hmm. Jesus Christ came to serve like that is to love our neighbor like all of it is based on this this service so mm-hmm. um, I think if we can give experiences and form people and walk with people along the way and I think that's something that you do really well mm-hmm. with this program is it's not just send them out and then leave them there right but it's it's a you have two weeks I think of preparation yeah three weeks three Three weeks weeks. of like a retreat and preparation and and talking and formation and then throughout the year and then uh as they come back the transition back things like that so
0: and I think with our program one of the unique aspects is the um is the fact that we do live in religious communities and we um are part of those communities not just as like a well uh Jim's here as a uh, free um, worker. We got we're gonna work <laughs> Thanks, him to Jim. death this year. Watch out! But it, it's it, it's very much um, we're integrated into the daily in the life of the religious community, and that's like very unique. Um, I think even you look at other programs, lay mission programs. It's 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 very unique um, among programs, and and there I think. I look at myself and I think I I could say for a lot of other SLMs who have gone through the program, it's probably in that aspect, you learn probably, that's where growth, the most growth actually happens is living in those communities, both with other lay missioners as well as the religious community. And, um, you know, you learn stuff about yourself and uh, living with others, um, particularly people who you haven't chosen, you know, (laughs) it's not, it's your, it's kind of luck of the draw kind of, but, you know, everybody that one is there. I ideally with with the same goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it that's you know everybody comes from different backgrounds. Everybody has their own way of maybe approaching um, a certain thing, and even people have different ways of loading the dishwasher. And you know, <laughs> over time that can kind of yeah. irk you. It's, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but but you just you really like for myself that was where the huge like my own personal growth came from was 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 with my own, um, lay missioner community, um, as well as like, um, uh, working, uh, with the, with the Salesian sisters, it was a huge, um, area of, of growth that I, that I saw and that it's not always easy. I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, probably one of the more challenging aspects of, of the mission, but I look back and like, I, I mean, friendships that I formed there are like rock solid, you know, cause you go through so much together mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. but staying with the personal, um, mm. going to the husband's side, the father's side yes. of your life, I guess how has like the experience of service affected that part of your life and then also for your children, like what do you, what do you hope for them in this like grand scheme mm. after this life of service?
0: Mm. I mean, honestly, to, to just start with the basics, like the fact that I even have a family is, <laughs> is probably related to mission, uh, because the, you know, I ended up in New York with working with the Salesians. I met my wife in New York. Now we have three children. Um, and so, you know, the fact that we ha- I have a family is, is really attributable to, to my lay mission experience. Um, yeah. and, um, I don't know, I, I. I you know, with, with kids, our, our kids are young, ours, we have a seven, uh, six and five year old. And, um, so just trying to do like the basics, you know, of just trying to open their eyes to other realities of, of the way that people live, other cultures, um, you know, different ways people practice their faith, even though it's, you know, it's the Catholic faith, but it may look a little differently, you know, in one country versus another, um, <clears throat> And really, I mean, honestly, like the real I have thought about this, too, like, you know, what I hope for the for our kids. You know, yeah, we want them to be healthy and happy and um, whatever. Get good grades, do well in school, that sort of thing. <laughs> but honestly, if it, when it comes, I think, down to it as a parent, you just want your kid to be a good person. Um, you want them to be caring for others, you know, empathetic towards other people. Um, non-judgmental, treat others, you know, equally, and so uh, that's really. I mean, if 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 I could, you know, twenty years from now, look look at our kids and say, yeah, they do that, I, that I will consider that a success. Mm-hmm. Um, I job wise, you know, they I don't care, like I really don't like, I, but as long as I feel like they're like a good, they're a good person, like you know through and through like that's that would be my hope and wish and prayer really and
2: part of that will always be you know the the practical aspect of service no so Mm. trying to along the way because it like you said we can remain in theory you know we can look on the news and i can feel bad but how can i get involved in my community little Mm -hmm. by little and i think that's what we Definitely, as as Legion schools, we try to do with our high school students. I know the Legion Sisters have a lot of like grammar schools, and also they try to put that in into you know this serving at a soup kitchen or, or doing the Thanksgiving drives, or the Christmas drives, or like little things like that mm-hmm. that we can start to get in that uh, in that habit of, of service and just mm-hmm. keeping mm-hmm. your eyes open. I think that's you said it a couple of times is yeah. opening your eyes to the needs around us yeah. and. Mm-hmm. And being able to be generous enough to to give up your time, which is sometimes the hardest thing to do. Sometimes it's easy to give a toy or to give money or to do something like that, but to be generous enough. Yeah, but it still keeps you distant. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. with -hmm. this responsible service, it's really about the human contact, like being in the presence of people who are different than you in different situations, Mm -hmm. different cultures. And I think that is where real growth comes from. So Mm -hmm. Right, and honestly,
0: uh, like, where we live, we just moved, what, two years, uh, one year ago. And like the, the, our local parish, uh, you know, it just was very, I don't want to sound uh, (laughs) very homogenous, we'll say. (laughs) And so we just, again, we, we want our kids to be, you know, we were living in New York city before in Queens and it was just like, the kids would see all different sorts of, Mm -hmm. you know, people from different backgrounds. It makes a difference. It does. It really does. And so like we actually actively looked for a parish that we felt was definitely more diverse Mm -hmm. so that our kids could kind of grow up and like, we want them to see that because that's, that's how the world is. You know? So um, I guess kind of things like that. We just try to. Yeah. And I think those
2: little choices make a difference. Yeah. And I think that's being intentional as parents to, to, so to be aware of that. And again, that comes back down to your own experience of Mm -hmm. going to service and going to different cultures and Mm. then being willing to get out there. Mm. Because it's
1: like it's like once you see it, you can't not right? like once you serve, you can't not see the like the hardship of life that that people might fall into that. Like you're not in, but you could do something you could be part Mm. of and help. Yeah, yeah, I think it it just it takes away the innocence of life, which sometimes it's good. You don't, we don't need to live in the ignorance of everything is fine. It's not, right. and it's good to do something about it. And to, especially if you have the ability to do something to, like change your life and to right. do something that can really make an impact somewhere else. Even if it's just like how how it how it affect other people in your life. Like mm. maybe it doesn't make the biggest difference in the people that you're serving, but other people will see what you're doing, and hopefully it's a trickle, like it's just a ripple effect through the community that you're in right. and I think that makes right. it makes all the difference just little yeah little yeah. things
0: and that's what we try to do and there's a there's a program that had its that coined the phrase um, uh, after your service it was ruined for life was there was there kind <laughs> That's awesome thing, which is it was wow. very I mean it's and it's so true cuz it like completely ruins kind it of does. what in a good way you know what what your perceptions were and kind right. of how you saw things pre you know pre-service and and post-service so Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't yeah. claim that. It's so. <laughs> okay. I wish. Still good. <laughs> uh, one question
2: I had for you is Okay, because you are the first married um, <laughs> husband and father, but kind of just like the spirituality, your own, if you can speak about that, of, you know, when you were younger, you were on mission, traveling, you know, now all these years later, you are can't travel the same amount. You have a, you know, a wife, you have three kids, little kids, and you are working, so kind of your... Way of living this responsible service, this desire to be a missionary, this desire to serve, like mm. all of that. But now you're living it maybe in a day to day kind of different way, maybe yeah. a bit monotonous, maybe a, not as exciting perhaps as going no, to it's the so, mission. No, you're or, so true.
0: It's, yeah, no, honestly, it's, it's, yeah, you're, you're so true. Uh, I, you know, when I first even took this job and kind of, I thought, you know, and it was, I felt, that was what I was supposed to be doing at that point in my life. As far as like the way that I was kind of, um, running the program and kind of how I was accompanying. And it was a lot of travel. Like I'm like, I, I literally, I told my, I would tell my boss, look, if you need me in country, whatever yeah. tomorrow I'll I'm go, <laughs> you know, it, it was different when I was in my mid twenties, late twenties or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole, you know, I didn't have you know responsibilities necessarily here. um, and so, but I, I thought that was a period that I need I needed to do that. I needed to kind of see the realities of different mission sites so that I could talk, uh, you know, more intelligently about, you know, those sites when I do talk to potential applicants. And yeah. so, um, so in that way, it was kind of a, a, a orient, orientation for me in different parts, you know, not just the, the area where I serve, but in areas where we send uh, lay missioners. Um, and yeah, as, as kind of your responsibilities kind of shift and change around as you get older, um, now with a family and, and, and a wife, and it's definitely, it, it has shifted. I, I certainly don't, uh, well, certainly with COVID, I don't travel at all, hard, um, but like, I definitely travel a lot less. But I do feel like the relationships were made in those earlier years, and I still keep in, you know, those, those Salesian's. Um, I still keep in close contact with. We work with them still. So it's kind of like those were kind of that relationship building. And now it's kind of like continuing those relationships, but you can do it without the necessity of necessarily physically being there. Um, And also being more comfortable and working with them and helping form their communities to receive lay missioners um because like at the beginning that was much harder for me to do because i didn't know them as well and you're a little less like okay well not that i say you need to do this this, (laughs) but it's you know offering suggestions and how they might better their accompaniment and uh so yeah so definitely with yeah and and with technology it's just been much easier to kind of help um you know accompany the the receiving communities along um because it's you know it's a you know, the solutions are so much about the ministry of presence. And so like, you know, within your own family, you want to be present with them, Mm -hmm. but you also need to be present, you know, in, in your work ministry. Yeah. So it's, it's a balance. Like I, I can't say that I've found like the perfect, like mix of the two. Um, but it's a work in progress. And, you know, as I think as, as naturally we want to serve and sometimes you can overextend yourself, like, you only have a limited amount of like service power within you or whatever <laughs> and so you have to just be careful like you're not burning from both ends and yeah. yeah. so it's it, and i've learned over the years kind of what that looks like but i still i don't always get it right mm-hmm. you know
2: good thank you yeah so last question
1: to wrap up yes so yes. i changed it a little bit oh sorry the audible. you've done it before <laughs> <laughs> omaha omaha <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who wants to go on mission. So they want to be in SLM or just mission work. Um, and then what about advice to younger Adam?
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, for, for the, the first one, I would definitely, if, if, if someone is feeling a calling to, to do long-term service, uh, even short-term, like a short-term mission trip, um, I would say at least you've got to inv- like look into it. Don't just like, let it sit on your heart and kind of like, okay, I'll look, you know, mm-hmm. I'll get to it. But, it's definitely, if it's, if it's on your heart, God's put it there for a reason. Um, it's worth checking it out and it doesn't hurt, you know, it, uh, probably the best piece of advice my mother gave me when I was kind of thinking of doing service after college was just like, she too wanted to do like she, her time was the Peace Corps. So she said that she didn't, she didn't want me to kind of be that person to say, I wish I would have, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And so I would just say that to other people, too, like don't don't grow up and look back and say, you know, I wish Something. I would or yeah. I should have, yeah. you know, at least, you know, it, it, and it doesn't hurt even with our with our program, like coming to a discernment weekend, which are now all virtually. But um, it, that can't hurt. It really is like you don't I mean, you barely have to participate. <laughs> like, I mean, you just come and learn about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the least that you can do and just kind of inform yourself about not just us but there's I mean the beautiful thing within the Catholic Church is just that there's so many options for service Mm -hmm. I mean um, you you know that's it's kind of the Swiss cheese model we've got just you know the Catholic Church but all these different charisms and and so many congregations have, have service programs but of course we're biased <laughs> <Salesians>. <laughs> it's <awesome>. lay missionaries <laughs> look it up yep. missionaries <laughs> um, .org <laughs> but uh no it's it's definitely worth looking into and and i think for 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 me for for advice i would give to my younger self i think is just um just trust you know things will work out um the way they're supposed to and i think so many times i was worried about like you know leaving my career Going to someplace that wasn't Indiana. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a lot of anxiety, but there was a sense of calmness, too. But I think I just would need to hear a little bit more, like, just trust in the Lord and trust in the Holy Spirit and, you know, Providence, you know, everything will take care of itself, you know. Love Amen. It. Love it.
1: Play this for your kids when they're 18. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, guys. <laughs>
2: So good. Thank you, so, really. Yeah, thanks yeah. for your time. And uh, also another tradition is that the guest always leads us out in prayer. So Certainly, if you don't mind, just uh, sure, lead us out in a little action. prayer.
0: Yeah, Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for this time in being able to talk uh, with Father Steve and Vicki and and anyone who is listening. We pray that um, anyone who was listening was heard, you know, what they were supposed to hear. And And we pray for God's providence and and the Holy Spirit's work, and we also pray for uh, courage in young people to listen to God's call in their lives and and answer that call. And we put everything in Mary's hands by saying, Hail Mary, full of grace, grace, the the Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou thou among women, and And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of
2: God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen.
0: Mary, help of Christians, pray Pray for us. St. John Bosco, pray Pray for for us. us father and the son and the holy spirit amen, amen. thanks thank you. Thanks, adam. thank you thanks adam thanks everybody thank you.
2: for listening we'll uh, see you on the next episode bye, bye. <laughs>